Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Long Talk Radio. Good morning, Helen DeLoach. Good morning. Glad to have you on, Sister Deloach. Thank you. Good morning, Pastor Tracy. Hey, Sister Tracy. Good morning to you. Praying with your Good family. Morning. Thank you. Hey, it's a Thursday morning. Good morning. As everybody's coming in today, glad to have you have you on. We are still in Scar Survival Mode. Hey, Brother Sarah. Good morning to you. I see blue hearts going up on Periscope. Appreciate the hearts always. Hearts make people smile. We appreciate that. Uh, good morning, sir. JCB Banks, what's going on, man? I see you switched up. Good morning. Uh, Sister Buzz, hello. Hey, Sister Tracy. Uh, Deacon Jones is already sharing. We appreciate the sharing. Good morning, Minister Blunt. Bring your, hey, uh, hey, De- uh, no, Bre- Brenda Jones. Yep, Deacon Jones. Hey, good morning. Rules, what's going on, man? Appreciate that. Ashante, good morning. Lady Kellum, glad to have you always. And thank you for your comments. I appreciate those. Sometimes I can read them, sometimes I can't, but I see them, and so we appreciate it. Hey, Tina, good morning. Tina, I got your message today, and so, uh, Sister Ford, your box is on the way. I uh, appreciate that. Hey, Sister Thomas. Nope, Brother Thomas, we feel. Sister Whitaker, good morning. Latrice, hey, I see you on. Lady Kellum is on. Uh, hey, Sonya, good morning to you. Hey, good morning. Hello, Ms. Burnett. How's it going? I'm doing great. Doing great. Hey, Sister Cheryl, good morning. Dr. C- <laughs> hey, Cousin Charlie, appreciate that. Thank you. Tomorrow is a big day. I'll be walking there. Appreciate it. Hey, Sister Yor, good morning. Sister Cynthia, good morning to everyone, she says. Uh, she's talking to everybody on everything, Facebook and uh, Periscope and Conference Call. Hey, Stacey, Sarah, good morning to you. Well, listen, we are are still uh, looking at scar survivors, right? We are kind of figuring out how to move forward after we've had some crisis or some hurt, some embarrassment, some some event in life that leaves us scarred. Uh, Yes, to God be the glory, for sure. You have no idea. Maybe I'll tell my testimony Friday morning. Friday morning I'll maybe tell uh, my long journey uh, through academics. But I appreciate, uh, appreciate the congratulations. Thank you. So we we are we are scar survivors, right? We made it through. We are successful. Having a scar means you have survived. Hey, to the foreman, good morning. Uh, good morning to you. And so, since you have survived, uh, you know you want to figure out now how do I how do I reemerge? Right? How do I merge into a society again? How do I blend? How do I assimilate? How do I get to talking to people again? Because you know there's this awkwardness after the scar. Where you're trying to figure out, you know, how to get in, how to talk to family. You know, you go to events, but you leave early. Or you get there late and leave early because, you know, you really haven't figured out how to talk to people again. And uh, like Lady Kelly says, it's one step at a time. It's a process. And so this week, we've been kind of going through the process of uh, assimilation, the process of connecting to society again through church or with family or with friends or at work, you know, and really being able to exist in those places 
not feeling embarrassed, not having too much guilt, not living with regret, not having any shame, but knowing your worth. And so John 20 has kind of been our guide uh, through throughout this entire Scarf the Bible series. But today's scripture comes from uh, Jeremiah 30 and 22. Jeremiah 30 and 22, and it's really, it's really kind of a connection to uh, what takes place in the book of John because in John, uh, you know, John, uh, Jesus comes back, he talks to Mary, he walks the road to Emmaus, but then he meets with Thomas. And, you know, yesterday we talked about the fact that he says, look, Thomas, here's my hand, here's my side. All callers are muted and they can unmute themselves. He says to him, you know, here's my side. And so now Jesus knows who's on his side, Thomas. Touches his side. Now he knows that Thomas is with him. Here's what's really important after that. After Thomas does this, Thomas then says, my Lord, my God, right? That's what he calls him. He, he now connects with Christ in a way that is personal. My Lord, my God. And today, when we look at Jeremiah 30, verse 22, you know, the title of our Devo is uh, Name It and Claim It, right? You guys remember that movement back in the day, Name It and Claim It. It was a prosperity movement. Uh, if you name it, you can have it. It was a Speak those things that are not as though they are, right? Uh, name it and claim it. If you can name it and claim it, then it is yours. Uh, well, today I want to kind of take that same label with new meaning and say that when you're trying to reconnect to community, one of the things that is important uh, is that you name and claim relationships, right, that you clearly define what these relationships are. Uh, and, again, this is not a counseling session, uh, but I think what John does uh, with Thomas and Jesus, as he helps us to understand that, you know, while you're trying to reconnect, you want to be clear about your relationship statuses. Uh, you don't want to just walk through them ambiguously. You don't want to uh, kind of dwell in them in these gray areas. You know, the suggestion today is no. Know what this is. Are we, are we friends? Are we close? Uh, are we, in some cases, dating? Are we our brothers and sisters in Christ? Are you my mentor? Are you the protege? Uh, am I following you? Are you following me? Is this mutually beneficial? Are we helping each other? Now, you may not necessarily have to put a title on these relationships, but what you do want to do is really be intentional about naming and then claiming. Because, see, after you name it, after you can identify, right, keep, keep going on, after you understand mutually what this is, then the expectations can be applied to it properly. And one of the challenges to uh, healthy relationships is having uh, proper expectations. You know, most of the times we have misplaced expectations. We expect people to do one thing, but they never committed to it. We want people to do a thing and act a way and show up at a particular time and be there when we call, but they haven't actually said that they were going to do that. They haven't agreed to that stipulation in this relating. And so as a result, it pushes us further back into our scars because now we've reached out in such a way that wasn't accurate. We have expected things that weren't ever going to be done. We have pressed upon people a certain level of responsibility when they haven't accepted it. Here's what Thomas does. Thomas names it and claims it. He says, you are my God. You are my Lord. And Jeremiah 30, 22 says this. Jeremiah 30, 22 says, uh, and it's God speaking. He says, so you will be my people and I will be your God. It is, it is what God does with us. God says, listen, I don't want there to be any gray areas, any ambiguity, ambiguous, uh, any ambiguity about us. I want you to understand you are my people. You are my children. And as a result, I will be your God. And when he does this, he immediately sets 
and expectation, an expectation for our living, how we should live, what we should do, what we should not do, uh, but then also what we can ask for, what we can stand on, or what we can expect from him because it's mutual. We're his and he is ours, right? So you will be my people and I will be your God. It's in Jeremiah 30, verse 22. Uh, it shows up again in Exodus 6 and 7. Uh, that's where our God is with the children of Israel. And it says, then I will take you for my people and I will be your God. And you shall know that I am the Lord, your God, who brought you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. He says it a few more times, but, but here's the key. God is intentional about a mutual relationship. He says, listen, because you are my children and I am your God, here's what you get. And one of the things that happens in relationships is we, we don't define those things. And I'm talking all relationships. I'm talking parental relationships. I'm talking with friendships. I'm talking with coworkers. You know, one of the hardest things that takes place in the work in the work environment is a person gets hired, but there are no clear expectations or there are no clear job descriptions. So they're asked to do a lot of things or they're dismissed because they didn't do something that they didn't know they were supposed to do. Look, we have to be clear in our relationships, particularly if you have been scarred, because post your scars, the one thing you do not want is another letdown. Right? You can't, many of you aren't at a place where you can handle another letdown. Not right now. You're just on the bounce back. You're just on the comeback. You're just rising again. And sometimes this a letdown is self-imposed because we haven't, made that statement that, that, that Thomas makes, you are my God and my Lord. You know, you, you want to let people know what these expectations are. And when Thomas does it, it then sets Christ up where he can make another statement. Because right after he identifies that he is his Lord, that you are my God, says Thomas, that Jesus makes another definitive statement. He says, well, if I am your Lord and your God, and this is tomorrow's ego, he says, if this is true, then I want you to believe even when you can't see. He says, look, if, if what you're saying is true, I am your God and I am your Lord, right now you only believe because of what you see. But if you really trust me, I want you to believe even when you can't see. And if we are going to bounce back from our scars and tomorrow's Devo and start trusting again, it will only happen once we have proper expectations placed in every level of our relationships, in our dating, in our friendships, in our marriages, uh, in our workplace, in our ministries, uh, with our neighbors, with uh, strangers, right? You want to make sure that you have clearly defined what's going on. So today, name it and claim it, right? Uh, to be clear, and again, you know, I'll say you don't, you don't necessarily have to have a label or a title, although that wouldn't be bad. But what you do want to do is at least mentally and uh, personally have, have identified what type of relationships you're in. Here's the good news as we close. The relationship you have with Christ is a name and a claiming one. You can identify him as healer. You can claim him as your protector. You can claim him as your supplier, provider. You can claim him as a friend that sits closer than a brother. You can claim him uh, as a light in dark places. You can claim him as, a, as an information distributor because all wisdom comes from him. You can claim him because whatever you need him to be, he will be. And if I was preaching right here, I'd probably toss in something like, hey, nobody, do you like Jesus? And if you're on a day and haven't really claimed him as yours, you should do that. If you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that, that Jesus rose from the grave, that he died for you, in that moment, 
you automatically are able to claim him as your Lord, as your Savior, uh, as your uh, as your replacement for sin, as your Redeemer. And the good news is uh, that whenever you claim him, he also claims you. <laughs> right? That's, that's a good part. That when you claim him, he claims you. And when he claims you, you then get from him what nobody else can give you. You get from him grace and mercy and peace. You get from him, uh, you, you know, this, this sense of security and belonging. You get from him uh, a God who will take you and claim you as you are without having to immediately change you before you become a part of the family. You get a father even if you have had parents who haven't been there. When your mother and father forsake you, the Lord is there to lift you up. You get a guide that will lower mountains for you and raise valleys for you and walk you through fire and through water, and you will not drown or get burnt up. If you will claim Christ as yours, today your life will be different. And for those of you who have already done it, listen, why be frustrated and angry about who's not there when you have him? I know it's a song, but... You know, I'd rather have Jesus than silver and gold, that as long as you've got King Jesus, you don't need anybody else. Stop getting bent out of shape about what you don't have when you have the ability to name and claim the God who is high, supreme, almighty, powerful, and sovereign. Today, get your wits about you. Get your mind back. Get your emotions stable again. Name and claim what you know belongs to you. And what belongs to you most of all, what belongs to you that is most precious and valuable, is Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Come on, Father, I thank you. I thank you, God, so much for, for accepting us in the family. Uh, Romans tells us that uh, the Spirit testifies that we are children of God, heirs with them, that if we suffer, have some scars, we'll also reign with you and have some glory, have some reward, have some victory, have some success. For that, God, we thank you. And we pray now, God, really covering and keeping power over we pray keeping power over the minds of your sons and your daughters. We pray salvation for someone who may stumble upon the broadcast via audio or video so that today, God, they too can name and claim blessings, name and claim purpose, name and claim success in the future despite what scars have taken place in our past. We bless you, God, for being a healer emotionally, physically, financially, spiritually, so that we can claim that we are scar survivors. So in Jesus' name, leading God is good. We pray it, believing it is done. In Jesus' name, amen. And look, you guys have a great day. Look, you guys have a great day. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 